Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Love Talk Radio. Unmarket Your Business, the podcast. Born out of the need to share strategies and techniques that really work to market your business. Think yellow page ads and cold calls are your only choices? That's so last century. You're about to learn tested, tried and true marketing techniques you can apply and master. Ones that feel authentic instead of salesy. Strategies that are true to who you are and how you want to present yourself to your ideal clients. Let's join our host, Carol Joyce Dunlop, in the studio now and allow business success to move forward. Welcome, everyone, and thanks for tuning in. This is your host, Carol Dunlop. I hope that you're having an awesome day out there today. And I want to say once again, I know it's sorry that we have to keep saying this, but my heart, my prayers, my thoughts go out to all everyone who is affected by the recent hurricanes. It's a time that we can all get through if we just lean on one another. But on a happier note, I want to um, let you know that I have an extremely special guest with us today. And just in the nick of time, I know that you've all heard about the Equifax security breach that's been in the news. It kind of like was under the radar for a week or so during the height of the hurricanes that hit, right, at the end of Harvey and the beginning of Irma. And they weren't talking about it that much. But lately, every news station, every newspaper, every news feed has information in there about the security breach and what we can do about it. And I think I heard something the other day. They said, um, just freeze your credit, then you should be fine. I'm like, really? So at that point, I knew I had to get our illustrious founder of Creative Services International, Mr. Alvin R. Dunlop Jr. himself, on here to talk about this. Because I may be, you may know me as a queen tech diva and all that, but he is the master tech person who taught me everything and he knows all there is to know about keeping your data safe both for your business and your personal life. So I am so glad that you are here today so you can listen to this. Get out your pen and your paper because you're going to want to take notes. He is going to give you the expert information that you need to put in place right now. So without any further ado, Mr. Alvin Dunlop, how are you doing today? Well, thank you for having me. I'm doing fine. Um, also, on a quick note, I want to um, put a prayers and stuff out for a lot of friends, family that's in Puerto Rico and St. Thomas, St. Croix, and St. John, and um, just hold tight, you guys. A lot of help is coming your way, and um, just hang on. I know that things are very, very bad right now, but just hold on. I know uh, that thing, good things are coming your way, so just hang in there. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. And, we, you know, I kind of double that sentiment. Of course, the Virgin Islands are my second home, as it is my husband's first home. And if you didn't know that, uh, Alvin Dunlop is my illustrious husband of 23 years in marriage 
and in business. Now, we're going to get right to the information because I don't like to play around, talk too much or anything, but we did have to get that out there about, you know, we just hang on. Just hang in there because help is coming. So, uh, Alvin, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself, your background, and then we're going to get into the meat of today's discussion. Okay. Um, I've been in IT for over uh, three decades, um, dealing with everything from desktops, servers, and now security. Um, so my, my main deal is keeping people and the business safe, you know, from hackers and, you know, um, people that are trying to get into the systems. Most definitely. And you have done an excellent job, I must say, of keeping CSI safe from hackers and keeping us up and running when other companies have hit the dust and not <laughs> not really been there when you put, put in their URL to get to their site and other things. So the main question I think that everyone is thinking about, the stuff that's on our mind right now, is what is this security breach all about and why should we even be worried about it? Well, you know, for me, security just because of um, what happened with Equifax, this stuff happened every, every day, you know. So if you're not vigilant in trying to get to keep your site safe, your um, different places you log into safe, as well as, you know, your Social Security safe, you know, um, this is becoming a big deal only because of what happened with Equifax. But this happens every day, just not um, a breach that big like what happened with Equifax. That is so true. We always hear about these little bitty stories. We don't know what's going on. But personally, because of um, my relationship with Alvin and what he does, I do hear about this a lot. So can you give us, like, oh, first of all, I want to ask you. Now, I heard the thing about freeze your credit. Is that a good thing for people to be doing? Well, you know, freezing credit is all right. Um, you know, the problem with freezing credit is, you know, you have to unfreeze it and then freeze it back. You know, the I think that one of the best things is monitoring. If you monitor your credit like you monitor anything else, you leave your house and you set your alarm, then at least you'll know when there's a breach. If you um, set up, I think, your credit to freeze, then it doesn't allow you to do things that you normally would be able to do. You have to unfreeze it. You have to remember. I just think you get a little convoluted when, when it comes to that. Exactly. So the best thing you're saying is just monitoring it, looking at it. And how how do we go about doing that? How do we monitor our credit? And again, you know, monitoring credit, um, it depends on each individual. There's several free things out there that you use to monitor. There's also paid that will help you if there's a breach. Uh, those will be you know, um, you would have to look into that and see how your finances work versus where your credit is at and what you need. But even a free monitoring, everybody in the world should have at least a free monitoring that they check into a few times a week and just to see if anything weird is going on. That's your first, I think, your, your, your first stop in um, protecting yourself. Exactly. Now, I know that Equifax is granting everyone free monitoring for right now, but that is just Equifax. There's, all, there's two more. There's TransUnion, and then there's, I can't think of the other one. There's another, there's a third credit credit agency out there. So if they don't get into Equifax, they could get into something else. So definitely monitor and monitor all three of the big major credit bureaus. But there is another thing that I see all the time that people don't even think about. Guess what it is? Passwords. Because passwords number one, are how 
the hackers, one of the ways the hackers got into breach Equifax in the first place. So, Alvin, can you talk about the, I know this is a sore subject, I can see him his face like growing up right now, but can you talk about passwords and how we can keep our passwords safe and how important it is to have some secure passwords? <laughs> wow, yeah, one of the big things I do with my clients is get them onto some kind of password um, software. You know, my love for years have been Dashlane, but there's several others, and the main reason I love Dashlane because it works for me across all my clients' OS, so I can use it on, you know, um, Apple, I could use it on Mac, I could use it on, you know, uh, Android, you know, so for me, it, it, you know, that's that's my go-to, um, my, my go-to app for passwords. Um, another big deal, what I like with it, is that it forces you to change your password ever so often, which a lot of people don't. When last have you changed your Facebook password since you set it up? You know, Facebook doesn't come up and say, hey, you know, um, I think it's time for you to change your password. When last have you changed your email password that you set up 20 years ago, 10 years ago? You know, all these passwords need to be changed on an ongoing basis. That is so true. And I have to admit, I have been guilty of that sometimes, but since I've been using Dashlane, per Alvin's great advice, I have not had any password breaches that, that I know about, and he keeps us abreast of what's going on. But, Alan, I know you have this, this hilarious story, which is not really hilarious, about where you find most of the passwords when you work on people's system. And what is, can you share that with us, please? <laughs> yes, a, a lot of people do great with great passwords, but because, especially in corporate, they make you change it so often. You know what people do? They'll write the password down. That's number one the wrong thing, and then to put it under the keyboard. So even people cleaning at night, cleaning the office, lift up the keyboard to clean, there's all my password, password to get into their system, password. You know, that's a very wrong thing to do. You don't ever write your password down and um, put it in a place where someone ha could get access to it. Exactly. If you're going to write it down at all, you need to type it and put it into Dashlane or LastPass or one of those other things that protects your password. Now, um, Alvin, can you give us some tips about making our passwords secure? Well, um, to make a very good password, you need to use letters, uppercase, lowercase, symbols, you know, and um, other characters, you know, and you, you can make it up. Make, my, my thing I tell my clients to do is think of a sentence that you, you know, you know really well. I love my wife. And then you take your your thing like I, and instead of using an I, use a one, you know, and then the love for the L, you could use another character, but it, it spells out I love my wife, but, you know, you just use different characters in place of the letters and um, capitalize some. Those make it very, very hard for a hacker to break. Exactly. Now, I want to say this, because a lot of people think that, okay, I got this best password, oh, I got this I'm using this password keeper, and I have all this virus stuff on my computer, antivirus stuff on my computer, so I think that I can never, ever, 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 ever be hacked. Tell us the truth about that, Alvin. Well, the truth is the same thing like your house. I don't care what kind of security you get. I don't care. It's, 
you can never say you will never be hacked. It's like saying, oh, because I have this type of um, security in my house, it's impossible for me to to get uh, for somebody breaking. There's always a way for somebody to break in. The thing is changing things around so that they can't learn what you have. Okay, so so the same thing with get, getting into your system. Just because you have this eye scan, this mouth thing, you you want to change up things so that no one knows how you get in. You, that, that's, the, that's the trick. Yeah. The, the trick is not that the, if they could get in or not, it's how they can get in. Right, exactly. And you want to make it as difficult as possible for them to get in. For instance, now I know this for a fact just because I learned this from Alvin. Do not make, say your first password is 123456, and it comes on and it tells you, oh, you need to change your password, or don't make the next password 123456 or 123457. You know, it's easy because you think, okay, I'll just keep it this way. That way I can remember. But you're also making it easier for someone else to break in to your system. And we just want to make it as hard as possible, just like Alvin referred to about your house. You know, if you have a security system and you put out in the yard that you have a uh, security sign, let you know, you're less likely to get broken into because they know you have a security system. You know, people don't... They don't want to take the time to try to figure it out. So you have to think about your computer, your data, where you store things, your banking and all that. You want to think about those things the same way. So now we're going to turn to a a little bit different thing. Now, I know I talk about this all the time because I talk about social media. And then all this month we're talking about trending topics. And what are the trending topics that are in, in the news right now that you can latch on to to actually... Um, showcase and put your content in so that people discover you. Well, we're doing that right now. Everybody and their brother and sister and uncle are talking about Equifax, so what better for us to do than to talk about Equifax and what's going on with this breach? And I have Alvin here who's going to help us sort everything out. So let's move on to a subject a lot of you don't think about, and that is keeping your social media profiles safe. Because some people may think, well, you know, if they hack my social media profile, I'll just change it and get another one. But that could be harder than you think. And besides, who wants to do that anyway? So, Alvin, can you give us some tips for keeping that safe? Well, one of the things to remember, too, with social media is if you get hacked and say that you're going to change or do whatever, that person that just hacked your social media has access to all your followers, all your people, and they can, you know, then try to hack them, too. So it's more than just protecting yourself. It's protecting your followers and the stuff also. So changing your password, you know, maybe three months, every three months at, at, at the least. And um, going in and changing and, and using strong encryption for your passwords. You know, like I said, like, like my wife just said, you don't just change a number password, one password, two. You actually come up with a, you know, like I said, a, a sentence and, and you make that your password and you, you add, add um, large and, and small, capital and small letters and, and stuff like that just to make it harder to hack. Exactly. I love that. Now, Alvin, I know that you do some really kind of cool, kooky things <laughs> with locking down your profiles, and you don't let anybody, I mean, just just anybody, post on your timelines and have access to your information. Could you give us some tips about keeping your information safe that you don't want others to see when you're out on social media? And you can tell a little bit of the stuff that you do, some of the tricks you've come up with. Well, 
you know, Facebook have a lot of security that people don't use, and I use almost every one of their security. For me, you can't even post on my wall unless I approve it, and that's a big thing for me just because of who I am, and, you know, I don't want just anybody posting any old thing. I have my grandkids that look at my page and things, so I'm very vigilant with that, and, um, you know, stuff like changing my password, Facebook, I change it often. You know, my um, security questions, I update those, you know, um, based on my phone and all. I, I connect all that stuff together, and I try to keep all of them across the line, you know, just real protected. Using um, Facebook own security, they have real good security. People just don't take the time to go through them. Exactly. I'm glad you brought up that point about the, the uh, questions that you update because sometimes you know we hate those questions you know they ask us these things usually they're pretty much the same stuff but there it's very important for you to think of an answer to those things that you can remember but think of an answer to them that other people don't know don't just answer the obvious thing like what what's your maiden name and you put that in there why do you want people to know what your maiden maiden name is? You know, make up another name that you know about that you can remember and put that in there. Not only is that going to help you keep others out, it will help you when someone is trying to hack in there and they're like, oh, well, I know that her maiden name is some something, and they might put that in there, but they didn't guess the right thing. So I want you to just just be vigilant about what you're doing. All right, now, thank you for that, Alvin. That was awesome. Whew, this a lot of information. I hope that you are definitely writing this stuff down and you're going to take action because I don't want you to just write it down. I want you to, to take action because your safety and security, the security of your data is all important over everything else. Just think about the um, the intellectual property that you have, that you've created. You don't want people to come in there and get that. If they break into your system, or you might even say, oh, you know, my credit is horrible, so it doesn't matter. Yes, it does. It does matter if people break into your system and get your banking information or try to steal your identity. And Alvin hit me to that a few years ago because it's like, you know, what would people, you know, why would people want to be me? But Alvin, can you shed some light on that about how it's, you know, it's really more than what you would think about somebody breaking in and getting your information? What can, what all are the things that they can do with that? First of all, credit is credit. I don't care if good, bad, it's credit. And there's always use for it on the dark web. So, you know, if I find out, okay, well, you know, this one person can get me a $10,000 credit card, but they could give me a $1,000 credit card. Well, for me who's stealing it, $1,000 is better than nothing. You know, now to you, you're looking at, all I could get is a $1,000 credit card, but do you want someone to take that or even that away from you? And, you know, look at renting an apartment. If they don't care about your credit or, you know, your your score meets their requirement, oh, okay, me, I stole your credit card, your, um, your, your Social Security number. Now I can, you know, rent apartments in your name at least for, you know, I think about six months without paying before they sit down and throw me out and run up everything from cable, electric, wow. all that stuff. So, you know, it's very important. Everybody right now included, even with Equifax breach or before, need to monitor credit. I don't care how bad or how good you think it is. It needs to be monitored, period. Exactly, exactly. I mean, 
that's why I wanted Alvin to come on and talk about this because we we just think about it in the form of, oh, if I have good credit, I want to protect my good credit. But any kind of credit that you have needs to be protected. Your name needs to be protected. Think about this. If someone goes out and steals your identity, even if you have, you know, bad, awful credit and nobody would give you anything, but they still steal your identity and they go rob a place and kill someone, they're going to think that that's you, even if you were nowhere near it. And I'm telling you, I've seen it happen too many times on TV where someone says, they said that I did this, but I was 300 miles away, and they had to go through months and years of trying to clear their name. So this is very important that you protect everything. You protect yourself. You protect your personal data, and you protect your business data. Because if you don't protect your business data and it gets out there, your reputation, your business reputation, and your personal reputation could be in danger. Alvin, tell us some other ways, some good points that we can share with people that they can do right away where they can protect their business data when they're working for themselves or they have their own small business like what we do. Well, first thing of all, you've got to have paid <laughs> antivirus. You know, I mean, there's free ones out there. I, I kind of have a problem with some of those because they're not updated as much. But pay, you know, get somebody antivirus that you trust, and that does updates, you know, weekly at least, mm -hmm. and keep it updated. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's very important. That that's your first line of defense when it comes to coming into your computer. What's a couple of good ones? That are out there? Well, Norton, the McAfee, okay. the big ones. And the reason I say that because they are the top line. When you ever hear something get hacked big, you know, semantic, um, your McAfee, those are the top people that goes in and say your trend is another one. Uh, so, so there's a few big ones up there. And don't don't be afraid to Google search and, um, you know, and do your homework and what works for you. Again, you know, there, there's different types and the, the Hmong that call, so you want to look that in. And um, there's plenty of websites that will compare different ones for you and let you know what's the best you know, one to try. And you can mix them up. Nothing wrong in getting a, you know, three-month subscription, see if it works, if it works for you, keep it. If it don't, you know, get another one. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. What else can we do to protect our business? Um, our business assets. Maybe we have, um, oh, I know a good thing that happens with us all the time. We are so on the move with logging into um, Starbucks and other places when we go, like, oh, I just got to, I'm, I'm going to go work at Starbucks now. How can we keep ourselves safe, our data, our business safe when we're logging on to places like Starbucks and we're doing Wi Fi like that? Well, you know, I, I will tell you, for me, I'm very anal, so I don't I don't use any of those. I I'll get a hotspot, and that I pay to Verizon, to Sprint, whatever, where I could have my direct connection from my laptop to the hotspot out where I need to go. I really do not like these, um, you know, Starbucks and McDonald's and and stuff. But if you gotta use it, you you never share. It's certain stuff you never do. Don't don't check your bank account while you're connected to any of those. Um, you know you have to be more, you know, aware of of what you're doing online. And of course, don't share when it comes up. You know, and actually, if you want to share your data, you say no. You know, but um, I I really, you know, I like those for phone. You want to check your your Facebook real quick and you connect. But you know, to actually work. For me, I really, I you know, I, I don't like that. 
Yeah, I know. He's told me that several times. So anytime that I have to go to a Starbucks or something like that, and I'm just saying Starbucks because they have Wi-Fi. I mean, there's Wi-Fi, McDonald's, Burger King, all of them have Wi-Fi now. There's so many Wi-Fi networks out there. You just have to be vigilant and be careful of what you're doing. Let's see. We've talked about so many things, keeping your business safe, keeping your social media safe. We've talked about keeping your personal things safe. What about what about your phone? You know, when you're on your phone and you're on that network and whether you have Metro PCS or you have um what what the other networks that are out there, how can you keep your phone information safe? Well, I I'm not a big proponent of something called VPN on your phone. Every time I go onto my phone and I go out online, I go through a VPN with a virtual private network. It doesn't make it impossible to hack, but it makes it way much safer. So everything, again, there's apps out there that's VPN, and I just believe in that because it hides my IP address, so nobody don't even know my IP address to hack. You know, it hides what I'm doing. So I'm a big, and you could do it also on your PC, I'm a big proponent of VPN and the virtual private networks. Exactly. Keep it incognito, I guess. You know, you, people don't know you're out there. If they don't know you're out there, they're less likely to try to hack you. <laughs> so that's that's what it's all about. It's about keeping your data safe because that's your data. That's your um, intellectual property. That's what you do. Now, we're not just talking about, you know, where you take your kids to school and, and some uh, their papers and stuff like that. We're talking about your business, your business intellectual property you need to keep safe because there are people out there trying to get it. And guess what? That's what they get paid for. There are millions of hackers out there. They get paid a lot of money. There's a dark web that, you know, people are talking about now. Speaking of the dark web app, what is the dark web? Well, the dark web is just a name given to certain places that you could go to to get illegal stuff. That, that's all it is. Like like what they say with the black market, you know. It's a, it's a place where I can go and collect social security numbers, I could collect you know, on bitcoins. It's just a whole bunch of stuff I could get for free or even for a price, depending on what it is. Wow. Because you always hear about dark web, dark web. It's like this little room you go into that nobody knows about. But it does exist, and people go out there. They've been using it forever, right? It's not something new that just came up. They've been using it for a long time. So they're, you know, but I think that just because of the Equifax, breach and it being so big that people are thinking so much more about their security, how they can protect themselves, how they can protect their information, and how they can stay safe when they're doing the normal everyday things that they're doing. Because it's one of those things that you just you just keep top of mind all the time, don't you? Yes. Wow. Wow. Okay, so we you know what? We have come down to the very end of the show. I want to thank you, Alvin, for coming on and sharing this information. You shared a wealth of knowledge with the listeners out there, and we are eternally grateful for you. Do you have any parting thoughts that what you would like to give someone about, you know, what just whatever you think about security and keeping yourself safe? Well, one of the big things now that's on that I just mentioned whenever I talk to my clients is also protecting your kids, you know. When I when I was young, you didn't get a lot of stuff you have now. I see kids with iPads, um, you know, laptops, top of the line phones. Remember, those need to be protected as you will protect your business, because and and also you need 
software that's out there that lets you monitor where your kids are going and what they're doing on the web. And that's so, so important. Remember, they're still underage, so you are not invading their privacy. You're protecting them. And I, I just think that's a very big thing that a lot of, you know, I'm going to give my kids a private seat to do this. And then you find out, oh, they're talking to a 50-year-old person online who's pretending to be their age. So, you know, don't be afraid, you know, to look and try to, you know, snoop, really, yeah. you know, yeah. and make sure that your kids are being safe out there. I'm glad you brought that up, Alan. That is a great point because we as parents, and, you know, you and I, we, we, we have grandkids now. So even though you and I didn't grow up with all this technology, we kind of grew up and it was evolving all around us. These kids are right in the middle of technology. Our oldest granddaughter is 14 and the youngest is just turned, is a little bit over one. So we got a lot of years to go through this stuff. And technology is only going to get bigger and more vast and there's going to be more of it. So, yeah, snoop. Snoop on those kids because until they get 18 and they get out of your house, they're still under your rule. <laughs> so, again, and don't don't think about your snooping. Think about your protecting them, and you really are because you got to know what they're doing because look at it this way. They don't have the capacity to know right from wrong in certain instances. They just don't mainly because they haven't lived long enough yet, and you have. So it is your responsibility as a parent or a grandparent or as an older adult or as a person of authority to do that. That is our uh, <laughs> protection statement for the day. So, again, thank you so much, Alvin. I've really appreciated it. I hope that you got so much out of this. And I want to let let you know that, again, this month we're talking about trends and following the hot trends and keeping your business at top of mind for your audience by following those hot trends. I've got a brand new four-week series that I just started all about this. It tells you step-by-step step what you need to do to put your business out in the forefront so that people know you're there, start following you all the way back to your website, and hopefully following you all the way to the bank so you can start making some money on it. And if you want to get in on this, and it's absolutely free, all you need to do is go to the website, csicorporation.com slash blog, and it's the very first blog that's there. I've got three excellent videos for you, and you can even download a cheat sheet to see exactly what you need to do to put this in place. This is only first week. Got three more weeks coming. So, again, thank you, everyone, so much. And tune in again next week where we'll have our last installment of how to follow the hot trends all the way to the bank. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. We truly appreciate it. For information about guests, products, or services that were mentioned in this episode, log on to our website at www.csicorporation.com slash unmarketing. To learn more, get a glimpse of our upcoming schedule, and join the unmarketing nation of entrepreneurs who are using marketing techniques that work right now. Until next time, keep moving forward. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. 
Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com.